Hey family, Herbis Viola. Um, I know the first podcast was kind of crazy and made it short. I didn't want to share this, but I said I want to share this. Um, you probably heard it on uh, Instagram, but I'm gonna go ahead and share it on this plat platform. Then you can see um, just some stuff. If y'all got some information, I mean, yeah, if y'all got like 20 minutes, I really, mm -hmm. really need you to hear this information because. Um, you know, it's just the lies on top of lies on top of lies. And I just want y'all to, uh, just and potentially and, uh, execution platform if you are not obedient based on your, your score. So uh, let's go to the original patent that I brought up, uh, with you last week, uh, which is patent number, uh, Two zero two one zero zero eight two five eight three, and if you go to section zero three seven eight, um, remember now this patent talks about having devices um, that have a plural. There's a plurality of devices that connect to external servers, um, including apps. Um, and you, per this patent, per section zero three seven eight, you may be needed to uh, download a mandatory dedicated app. And what it says is that in view of the pandemic, the government may order the citizens to install a dedicated application on their smartphones to help the government with the logistics of vaccination procedures. It goes on to say that in some embodiments, the app and or smart device configured to inform on the user's location at all times and to communicate with adjacent smart devices via Bluetooth, for example, to assess the interactions between users for example, vicinity, vicinity between users, movement, et cetera. And they have algorithms for that that we went over last week, as well as how they do the scoring model. And you may say, well, that sounds a bit extreme. And, and the, it, the patent goes on to say in section 0380 um, that if the app will send a communication to the user to enhance his awareness to behavioral rules during pandemic, mm -hmm. to come and be vaccinated, and to avoid certain locations which are at high risk of contagion. So again, this may sound surreal, but just last week in Australia, in Western Australia, they launched the G2G app and it's called G2G Now. And if you go to the, I have the screenshots for um, your viewers. If you go to their homepage, what is G2G Now? Uh, listen to what it is. It's an app that's a tool to help the Western Australian police protect the community by conducting remote virtual in-app check-ins on people in quarantine. The app uses facial verification technology and phone location data to ensure people in quarantine remain in their address throughout the quarantine period. It goes on to say that you'll, you will receive push notifications to check in and you have five minute warning window to take a photo of yourself. Um, and that image, that image will be matched to your location. It goes on to say, well, what if I'm sleeping or showering or I just, I didn't respond because I wasn't near my phone. Well, don't worry. The G2G now is designed to make people's lives easier, not harder. If you miss your check-in in a window, you'll be given a second check-in time. If you miss the second request, the app will prompt you to give a reason. And the police will determine whether further action, if any, is required or physical check-in from the police. It goes on to say, well, if I miss my check-in window multiple times, will I get fined? And it says, well, you'll be prompted to give a reason. And if it happens too many times, this can result in a fine up to $50,000 or imprisonment. It goes on to say, does the app track or record my location? Yes, it does. 
This I thought was a great question. What if I'm quarantined at the same at the same address as my partner, but I'm asked to check in much more regularly than he is? Is there something wrong with my app? No, there's nothing wrong with your app. Um, the randomized schedules gives authorities the ability to check on check in on people's requirements. It's not unusual for people to receive check in requests different um, from times a day or more than other people. And then I really like this last question. What will my photos? Because remember, you get a notification saying. We want to make sure you are where you say you are and that you haven't left the vicinity that we said you got your, you're required to. So you just got to take a photo. You could be sleeping, showering, in the middle of playing with your children, making dinner. I mean, so you just got to take a photo of yourself. So the question is, will my photos only be used for this app and quarantine compliance purposes or will, they, uh, will it be kept on police record? Uh, and it says here that it's collected through the app uh, for monitoring quarantine arrangements. Uh, it's not collected for general policing purposes. It sounds like the app is only policing purposes, by the way. And it says the information will be stored and used only as permitted as required by law. Well, we live in a, a tyrannical uh, fascist state now. So that means everything about you is now owned by the government, including um, your images and where you live and what you do and your time. Apparently your time, what you do at your time is now owned by the government. I want everybody to understand something. I mean, this isn't just something that Karen Kingston is making up, dreaming up. She's not wearing a tinfoil hat. This is no conspiracy theory. This is actually proven, publicly discoverable. She brought the receipts. We're showing them on the screen. This is a patent. Now, we've also reported previously, Karen, on the fact that Australia is already implementing this behavior or obedience controlling, manipulating platform by already enforcing this, take a picture, take a selfie, be where you are supposed to be, or the police will come and check on you type of process. So, I mean, this is not, this is not something to play around with. This is not some wild fictional novel here. This is reality. This is happening. It's happening in Australia right now, and it is coming here. Now, think about the military. The military is now subjected to the same obedience training. Oftentimes, things are developed for good and then hijacked for evil. Imagine a military being able to, by remote control, be turned on its own citizens. That's exactly the point, Stu. And for those people who are saying, well, this is an external app, and last week, Karen said the device could be, a, you know, it's a smart device inside of you. And this has nothing to do. There's no evidence this has to, anything to do with the COVID-19 vaccines. Well, let's go back to the patent. If you go to section 0352, it says vaccines are all compounds as disclosed in the website of the World Health Organization. Then you go to the World Health Organization link and it says COVID-19 uh, candidate, vac candidate vaccines. And right here in the patent, it goes on to say, um, which are incorporated herein by reference, which are optionally provided, for example, as in a kit, software such as described herein and provided with instructions for use for targeting super spreaders. So you're like, well, I didn't get a kit and I didn't get instructions. Keep in mind, on December 13th in 2016, under the Obama's CARES Act, uh, Section 3024, it was passed that during um, an, an EUA and under clinical research, informed consent was waived if informed consent is not in the best interest of a human subject to know. So if our government decided we shouldn't know we were injected with a smart device, it's not in our best interest, 
um, then, then that would not be disclosed to us. And if you go on to the patent, they might not want us to know because in section 04,000, 0400, um, it goes over how the vaccine potency is based on your behavior. Again, this is a obedience device. So the system used to identify which of individuals will receive which types of vaccines in relation to their potency. For example, individuals that received and were identified as a high super spreader score would be vaccinated with a more potent device, a more potent vaccine. So if you're not obedient, you will get a more potent vaccine. It goes on to section 0408, where you're like, well, if I know I'm not being obedient or I'm going to get a more potent vaccine, I'm not going to show up on my check-in. But the reason why you may not know is because they want to ensure your health care privacy. It's so private that you may not even be informed that your health is at risk. So 0408, verbatim, in some embodiments, the notification for getting treatment may or may not contain information regarding the results of the calculations. For example, an individual that was identified as a super spreader may or may not receive information about that fact that he was identified as such. The potential, potential advantage of not providing such information is to further enhance the privacy protection of the user. It goes on to say, now again, if you still believe that this is for our health and that we were at risk for a cold, Section 0004 explains why we need a smart device inside of us and our government to determine whether or not we need to be injected with biological agents. And let's be clear, these are biological weapons. Because the pandemic is most contagious during the first three days after the onset of symptoms. Although spread is possible before symptoms appear, after they disappear, and from people who show very mild symptoms or do not show symptoms at all. So you could be very sick, not know it, have no symptoms, feel perfectly healthy, be identified as a super spreader, but the government, because they're concerned about your safety and your personal privacy, aren't going to tell you that you're at high risk and inject you with a potent vaccine. But don't worry if you go to section 0409, you may be eligible to be put on warning or get a coupon code, code verbatim from this patent. Dedicated codes, for example, in the form of coupons, will be provided to all individuals having important or relevant professions, like doctors and police. Insertions of the codes into their personal electronic devices will inform the system that the encrypted, anonymized user needs a correction in their score. The correction can be either increasing the score or decreasing the score. So maybe you're a police officer, or maybe you are a um, If doctor. you're a cop and you're willing to enforce this tyranny your score will drop, therefore you won't need to be controlled with a more potent dose. If you are a doctor and you're willing to participate in the hospital's killing fields or the new ovens and prescribe this controlling obedience platform, your score will go down because you are compliant. Exactly, Stu, that's what it is. But if, you, if they want to read the full pattern, that's true, they're safe for a while maybe weeks, months, or years, who knows. But if you go into section 006, this came out of a publication um, called Prioritization Strategies for Pandemic Influenza Vaccine in 27 Countries of the European Union and Global Health Security Action Group, which is now 38 nations, 38 members, and that's the Organization for Economic, Cooperative, uh, Economic Cooperation and Development. 
So this patent, the strategies for vaccination overall, what they're saying, what's best for these developed countries is this vaccination strategy. Um, they prioritize the strategies during pandemic times and in conclusions are limited to critical groups. For example, healthcare providers, doctors, nurses, laboratories, hospitals, essential service providers such as police and firefighters, uh, public sector personnel, government personnel, and high-risk individuals such as uh, pregnant women and children. So at some point you will be prioritized to be vaccinated. And the reason why, let me explain why, because there is a reason. Lincoln has made a commitment to the Organization for Economic uh, Cooperation and Development, our Secretary of uh, State, uh, sorry, our, our, yeah, our state, uh, state has made this commitment uh, to roll out an artificial intelligence um, organization to be integrated across these global communities. And Lynn Parker, she is the director of National Artificial Intelligence at the White House. She called into the OECD meeting on October 4th, okay? She called in and what she said was, we must prepare the future and the present U.S. workforce for integration of AI systems across all sectors of the economy and society. She goes on to say, this is on October 4th, keep in mind, this was just a few weeks ago, our goal is to fill the AI talent gap, as if AI is another group of human beings. There is an AI talent gap and prepare U.S. workers for jobs of the future by implementing policies that ensure a diverse, inclusive, and knowledgeable workforce. We would like to see the integration of AI-related concepts of schooling from kindergarten and even pre-kindergarten through doctoral positions, including community colleges. They are committed to replacing American people with artificial intelligence. If you Google Reuters, our favorite publication, um, beginning in January of this year, they have numerous articles out of, of a company out of Hong Kong that is ready to deploy an AI healthcare workforce right now. Uh, it was She was Sophia, she's evolved to Grace, and you can find that information online. It's very easy to find. Unbelievable. I, this is this is horrific, and this is exactly what we have been warning about. We speculated this. We knew that this was coming. We said this. We were blasted all over the mainstream media by these arbiters of lies, so-called fact-checkers that are owned by the government and paid for by the globalists that want you dead. And they mislabeled us, didn't they? Because we were conspiracy theorists yesterday, Truth tellers today, this is all coming to light. I mean, how can they get away with this? How can they get away from this? Now that it's exposed, what are you recommending that people do? I only have a couple of minutes left here. I could talk to you all day. Um, I recommend that people look at facts, look at evidence, and understand that when someone has malicious intents and sociopathy, they do not tell you they're going to harm and violate you. They tell you whatever it is you need to hear in order for them to accomplish their goal. And I wanna say, I am sorry. I am sorry to the American people. I'm sorry to healthcare workers. And I am sorry to the US military. You have been betrayed by General Milley. You have been betrayed by Lloyd Austin. You've been betrayed by Biden and many, many other leaders. And I just want-